This is a CNIB Foundation podcast. Hi, welcome to the CNIB Venture Zone podcast. Here we interview dynamic entrepreneurs who are blind and partially sighted. I'm Jacqueline Gilmore, and today I'll be interviewing Brett Devlo, who lives in Vancouver. He's between classes, and I'm going to be talking to him on Skype. He skateboards, he goes to school, he has a YouTube channel. He's got a nonprofit where he helps kids who have sight loss. He has a clothing line. So he's, he's been kind enough to talk to me today between classes. So, Brett, can you tell me how you started your whole brand, The Blind Kid? All right. Well, I started my brand when I was 17. It was right after I lost my vision uh, due to a DNA mutation. And starting it was honestly uh, came right out of left field. That was never in my plans. I wanted to be an electrician. But one day, my uh, my mom came home, and she was going off telling me, you should start a clothing line called something ridiculous. And I thought about it, and I'm like, you know, why not? What's stopping me, you know? And uh, I went out and started the clothing line, went and designed the logo myself, and I used an iPad, actually, to design the logo because I could draw with my finger. And then started distributing, started putting them, uh, put logos on shirts, got a dude to screen print them all, and then I started just walking, going around to my school initially and just selling T-shirts to people and hustling out of my backpack. <laughs> and it turned into this, and you have a YouTube channel now. Yeah, I've got my YouTube channel now, and on my YouTube channel, I I do my promotions with my skateboarding as well. I put videos up of me skateboarding. That has nothing to do with promotions. That just has to do with me doing things that don't make sense. And otherwise, I hand, um, I've got videos of me giving away iPads in my charity as well. But with the YouTube channel, yeah, that's all come from the initial start of TVK, The Blind Kid, let's see, 2011, 2012. So you told me you were in the process of rebranding not too long ago. I am, yes. I'm in the process of rebranding right now where I have a new logo ready. I just need somebody to graphic design it. Then I have a new line of hats, t-shirts, tank tops, sweaters, sweats, zip-ups, pullovers, and yeah, and three-quarter lengths and tank tops to... um be on my rebranding because right now all I have is t-shirts and sweaters and I'm ready to put a new logo on some new stuff get it out there I'm gonna have a new website and everything's gonna be ready because I started making music lately so I need a platform to put that out on and all my all my endeavors have become too much just to be spreading across Twitter and Instagram so I gotta get a rebrand in order can you tell me more about your nonprofit? Yeah, absolutely. With my non-for-profit organization or my foundation, I call it the Blind Kid Foundation, and rightfully so, because I started it by donating a dollar per product sold from my clothing line to my foundation where I would give or where I give visually impaired students iPads to help them with school. So on iPads, as you know, through CNIB, they use a software called VoiceOver, which is pretty much a softer spoken JAWS. <laughs> I give iPads away to children and blind kids to help them with school because, well, it talks them. It helped me when I was in school, and I just always thought I better pay it forward. But the way I do it is by complete surprise. Like, the kids who I give the iPads to have no idea I'm giving them an iPad. I find them, I do my background search and stuff, and then I just show up in their class, give it to them, and I'm like, hey, here you go, bye. Then I leave because, you know what, that doesn't happen in this world. 
it just doesn't happen. Some blind guy just coming into your school, giving you an iPad, then leaving so to better your life. I just hope that it actually does better their life and they can pull something creative out of it because I feel creativity rules the world. Because that's who you are, right? I see creativity as just, yeah, the, the basis of being amazing. <laughs> so you lost your vision when you were 15, right? I lost my vision when I was 16. It was in 2011, and it was due to a DNA mutation called Lieber's Hereditary Optical Neuropathy. And that's uh, mitochondrial DNA mutation, and it's very, very rare, but it's random and unexpected. Like, that, no one... Uh, it's a very rare occasion when someone knows that they're going to go blind from Lieber's. But you didn't let that stop you. Oh, absolutely not. I didn't let it stop me in the least. I just kept rolling with the punches you know like most people would freak out when they go blind but when it happened to me I was sitting in class so I just looked to the person beside me and asked if she could still read the notes she could I couldn't so I put my pen down and just kind of waited for class to be over to go grab my skateboard and keep going so I, I can yes yeah, so that's nothing to stop me especially not going blind I more regular sighted person things have stopped me before being blind to stop me, other than when it comes to using a computer. When it comes to that, I'm done. <laughs> Give me a skateboard or a, or a beat and I'll make you a song or I'll do you a trick, but geez, you try and get me to use Excel and make a spreadsheet, I'm a lost. <laughs> <laughs> I totally feel that. Uh, so what made you decide to monetize your brand? The brand itself is... It started out as a monetized brand, and I just built the foundation on the side. So technically, it always was monetized, but I decided to because it might, I think it might take off into something. But as I said, it, it started out monetized, and the foundation is a separate thing, or it's on the side. So technically, best of both worlds. Would you call yourself an entrepreneur? I would absolutely call myself an entrepreneur. I've owned my own business since I was 17, and I've been doing the entrepreneur with a disability thing for a while. Like I've been working with different organizations when I was 18 for just spreading awareness and proof and like just, yeah, this can work. You, can, you don't have to let being deaf, being autistic, being blind stop you from doing what you know you got to do if you're gonna if you have a chance to make a difference in the world you should you had better take it you know you should or i hope you do no you had better take it because like there's so many people with a huge voice and a huge following or even just potential and they do nothing with it but if you have a voice or a potential to do something i figure you should do it and that's why i'm doing everything i can because i think i've got a voice and i've got something that i got something to say <laughs> So what are your plans for the future? Um, I'd like to start a radio show. But if the other things do work out, then I would love to just have a voice big enough to say something, you know. And with all my platforms I have, I'm hopefully going to be able to do that. But yeah, for the future, I just want to prove to the world that you got to do things that don't make sense, really. And eventually, I would love to start traveling around with my foundation and giving people iPads around the world who've got similar stories to me in losing their vision as a teenager in the most volatile moment of their life when they just got a job, a car, and a girlfriend. I, I want to I wanna talk to those guys. I want to help those guys out, the ones that are just lost. 
Mm-hmm. So you would need probably some grants. I would. I would absolutely need grants, and uh, I have recently been in touch with a grant writer, but that's just talking back and forth a bit. I my biggest goal right now is yes, looking for grants so I can supply tours and I can go through with my rebranding with more comfort behind me than stress. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm currently looking for grants. So where did you get the money from when you first started? BOM, Bank of Mom. (laughs) Yeah, I've used that bank a lot. Yeah, it's a good one, yo. It it taps out at 21, though. (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess you got to pay it back, right? Oh, geez. I'm two years past due and I'm still getting my overdue debt checks. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what you got to do. You you start off with friends and family and then you ask investors and that's when it takes off. So do you have anything else that you want to tell, like, say, young entrepreneurs? Young entrepreneurs, grind your ass off. Promote, promote, promote. Marketing is everything. That's awesome. Thanks so much for speaking with me, Brett. I know you're between classes right now. No problem, Jacqueline. That's a true entrepreneur, in my opinion. Uh, You always got a million things going on at once. And thank you for listening to the CNIB Venture Zone podcast. Again, I'm Jacqueline Gilmore. And if you want to check out more stories like this, head on out to our website at www.cnib.ca. This was a CNIB Foundation podcast.